You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here for the Locked On Nationals podcast here on this Thursday, December 31st, 2020. Uh, the show today, guys, is going to be a bit different. It's going to be dedicated really to the year that we've had on the show and kind of in sports in 2020. But um, this show has been a huge part of my professional and uh, you know personal life, I guess you could even say, for the last year or so, right? It's, it's something that's been going on for a long time. And I want to talk about it, uh, how it's grown, how I appreciate you all, the listener, and also direct you to, uh, to you know, some of the episodes that we did that are still a bit more evergreen that you guys can still listen to and enjoy. So I'll point you guys in that direction. We'll also just talk about kind of the year that we had in 2020. Let's get to it here. You know, it's December 31st, and I think a lot of people obviously reflect on the last day of the year. Uh, And for me, it's been a great chance to reflect on this podcast and and share some stuff with you all. I mean, I graduated college in in December of 2019. So, you know, right out of college, I moved back to Northern Virginia and, you know, start working there for SiriusXM. And this podcast started in January. Uh, And it's, you know, obviously been a part of what I've been doing professionally now. Um, and it was really interesting. I know, you know, probably for a lot of you, things changed. Uh, and having this podcast every single day was was great. And to have the audience grow as it has, uh, has been something that's really spectacular to watch. Even though the Nationals didn't have a great season, even though 2020 was super weird. Uh, you know, I, I'm just super grateful that, you know, we've been able to do this. And once again, like, you know, if people weren't listening, I probably would have stopped doing the show at some point in time. But I just want to thank you guys, the audience, because it's only grown every single month. I mean, we've had growth on this show every single month. We get more listeners, more people uh, following us on Twitter, more people chiming in for the conversation, leaving reviews. It's been a really gratifying experience, and I'm glad you all uh, want to share this, you know, share your love for the Nationals and and your passion for the team with me. And I, I think we've done, you know, a, a pretty good job, all things considered. This year, guys, we've had 165 episodes this season in 11 and a half months. This season, this year, in 11 and a half months. Um, and we only had 60 games. So, I mean, you know, we, we were putting out, you know, uh, just because, uh, you know, the season stopped doesn't mean our love for the team does, you know, what we care about, uh, especially. And I know a lot of you guys... The Nats fans out there, you guys want a show about your team, and we try to keep it as Nat-centric as possible. Obviously, we do go in some different directions, but you know, as far as the show goes, we've been dedicated to keeping that schedule and making sure there's content out there for you guys. Um, we've had over 23,000 listeners this year uh, to the to the show, uh, roughly around that number. So, I mean, I want to thank you guys for all of you guys who have listened at some point in time. Uh, it really does mean a lot to us here. At Locked On Nationals and Locked On Tire Podcast Network, so you know I really want to thank you guys for for that. And that kind of brings me to my uh, my next point about what we have uh, available because we did a lot of shows, and I know a lot of you guys have come on late to the show. So I want to point you in the direction of some of the stuff that we did this year, and also just it's a good chance to kind of reflect on what we did. But I'm kind of gonna start towards the back end, uh, rather, uh, rather the front end of the, of the year, and work our way towards where we are now. So, um, and, and once again, the term I guess we use in the industry is evergreen, right? Content that is still relevant, even after a long period of time. And so I'll tell you guys about, about some of that stuff. Um, starting off in the beginning of the season, once we heard that the season was going to get 
not scrap, but they were not able to start it on time and they were having a tough issue, uh, you know, tough time getting it going. We did some kind of reflecting. And because I took over the podcast after the Nats had won the World Series, you know, there was no live reaction to when the Nats made their championship run. Uh, you know, me coming to this podcast at that point in time means that, you know, the, the, those shows were not available. So we did a top 10 uh, Nats games. We did a rewatch. We did five regular season. We did five postseason. And all of those are available uh, in the podcast feed. And I believe that we did those in around February or March. So those are definitely, and, and I believe it's some maybe into April too, but those are available in the podcast feed. And those are, you know, evergreen. Those are, will always um, be relevant, obviously, because that championship run was so special to a lot of people. And as we get further away from it, you know, it's still nice to reflect on what the Nats did. But we have, yeah, the, the, uh, the Nats rewatchables. And, uh, you know, five, once again, five regular season, five postseason. Uh, there was one from the... With obviously the wild card game, then we had I believe one from the NLCS and uh, excuse me NLDS against the Dodgers. Yeah, yep, it was we did game five, and then we really just skipped the, the Cardinal series because they they pounded them so badly. But uh, then we had three World Series games, and so it was fun to rewatch those. And Connor Jones and I did that and went back. So I, I encourage you all to check those out. Another really fun episode we did was Beer and Baseball with Eno Saris of The Athletic. And he compiled a list of, you know, his favorite uh, ballpark beers and, or, you know, uh, breweries in the area of certain ballparks. And, you know, even if you're not a big beer drinker, the aesthetic of a baseball game is obviously something that is so romanticized. But also, too, it's something that's very real and tangible. And uh, a lot of times, you know, these kind of local flavors that you get at baseball games are super important, right? I mean, you're not going to a Wizards game and getting a lot of local flavor. You go to a Nats game and there's much more local flavor in terms of, you know, the uh, lead up to the game, right? The bars that surround Nats Park, uh, you know, kind of that that. Uh, that aesthetic that you get in uh, the you know the Navy Yard, right? That area, there is a specific feel to it. And talking about those beers, uh, you know those those beverages, those foods as well that are synonymous with these baseball teams and stadiums was a really fun conversation that we got to do. Uh, the Nats prospects previews. Connor Jones and I did six of those. We took the top thirty prospects from the Nats at the beginning of the season. And then we went five at a time and broke down, you know, uh, what we thought about them, um, you know, what kind of the hopes would be for them. Obviously, things change. Guys like Will Crow and Eddie Yeen are now both gone, but it's nice to see and a lot of that stuff is still relevant. A lot of those guys we still haven't seen or the ones we have seen, that content is still relevant. So that was in March, the March, April area. We did those shows. Um, we did a 2021 draft prospect primer. So we kind of talked about, you know, once the 2020 MLB draft had happened, I had Aram Layton on. If you guys have heard Aram, he's from Locked On Prospects and Locked On Marlins. He's one of my favorite guests. I mean, that guy, he's he's the GOAT. I uh, love that guy. He's the man. Uh, we had a great conversation about, all right, who do you look at in the coming up, um, you know, the, the, the coming up class? And also it was a great conversation because the way 2020 worked out, a lot of guys got pushed through and people who were drafted, you know, uh, in the recent history and as, as soon as 2020 were actually getting some PT in these, this 2020 season, which was crazy to watch. And Aram and I talked about how that could have an effect on maybe, hey, the accelerated process of guys in the future. Do we fast track guys or once things go back to normal, do we, uh, you know, do we make sure the guys, you know, are going through the minors like they normally do. And Arm and I had a great conversation about the guys to look out for and how they might be handled. 
All right, I'm gonna tell you guys about the rest of the shows that are evergreen to check out, but first, a word from our sponsors. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. Are you guys ready for the end of this football season? We've got college bowl games, obviously New Year's, you got the, the uh, playoff coming up here. And also, the NFL is in the final week of the season with playoffs just around the corner. There's only one place that has you covered, one place that we trust here at Locked On, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, for your 50% welcome sign-up bonus. Once again, Week 17 action. You've got the college bowl games, the college football playoff. Uh, and then also, too, you got some baseball futures there as well, entertainment odds. Uh, they've got everything you guys could possibly have any interest in. Don't sit in the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online, your sportsbook experts. All right, moving on now, talking about some of the other shows that we did. We did postseason position breakdowns for every position on the Nats team. And a lot of these are still relevant because they actually haven't addressed all of the issues, right? Uh, the catcher episode is very relevant because that's still up in the air. The Nats still need another another uh, pitcher, obviously, as well, as well, too, in the starting rotation, in the bullpen as well. They need an outfielder, right? And so we kind of went position by position. And with the guys who are still on the team, you guys can go back and listen and kind of hear our assessment of how they played, how they performed, and what steps they need to take moving forward. Or also, you know, if, if the situation isn't great, what the Nats can do to address it uh, in free agency or, you know, like they just did via trade. So that, those are all good. Those are all in September in your podcast feed. We did free agency buy or sell with Max Raymond of District on Deck. That is still very relevant, talking about which guys you, we want to target. Um, and I did the same thing with, with Ahan Runta. We did the uh, – we did – off-season buy-or-sell or 2021 kind of preview buy-or-sell. What we know, are you buying these storylines? Are you selling them? That was a fun conversation with him as well. We had updates on the Nats' new affiliates. We talked about the Nationals, you know, transitioning from, uh, you know, their new lo- to, the, to their new locations, rather, closer, obviously, to D.C., and talked about the transition that's happening across the sport of baseball in the minor leagues. So those are interesting. Breakdowns of every Nats signing, big or small. Guys, we talked about uh, Yasmani Tomas's signing. We talked about Wellington Castillo's signing. We talked about Sam Clay signing. And so we, you know, we broke those down and made the best projections that we could and just talked about, you know, how do these things fit in? And it's interesting. Coming up on the show, guys, we're going to have, not this show, but in the new year, uh, Arm Layton, once again, he was actually not a fan of the Josh Bell trade. And so I want to have him on and talk about why he wasn't a fan of it. And I think it's important that we're just not cheerleading the Nats the entire time. Uh, we were fairly critical of the Nationals this season. And I think it's important to be a lot of times, you know, a team will make a move and people cover cover the team or, you know, people who are fans slash pundits, I guess you could say, would be, you know, we'll say, oh, we love it. You know, it's, it's a great move, right? I mean, the Westbrook move, you know, is a great example of people being like, this is going to work out. And even to me, you know, for some extent as well. And then it's been a disaster to start off the season so far. So, you know, it's important, I think, to get that other perspective. Uh, and and Arm Layden was not a fan of that trade. And I want to have him on and talk about why and, you know, defend the Nats' reasoning. Because if you guys have heard the show, Connor Jones and I were pretty explicit and said that, look, we we liked, we love it. We love the trade. It's a classic uh, Mike Rizzo trade is what was really the terms that Connor has been using. And we think the Nats, you know, from a 
prospect standpoint are so set with pitching and we think it's defensible, uh, very defensible. It makes a lot of sense. And then, you know, Aram obviously thinks that the assets they gave up for the player they got is, is not um, uh, fair value. They uh, and thinks that, the, you know, the Nats might be giving up on some future guys. Can't wait to hear his perspective. So I hope you guys, if you guys go back and listen, you also find the same thing. You guys find that we are pretty fair, and not to steal the Fox News term, but fair and balanced when it comes to our thought process and how we approach the Nationals. We have got breakdowns, uh, like I said, of every Nats signing. And then we got reactions to the big moves from all the other teams, right? I mean, we're not, you know, uh, the Nats are obviously the team we cover, but look, they're still in a league of, you know, a bunch of other teams and we, we should cover that as well. So whether it be the Mets signing one James McCann, right? We broke down that signing and gave our thoughts about, uh, you know, what that could mean for the Nationals, what that means for the Nats catching situation, right? You know, that's that's a guy that they could potentially have targeted and, and now he's off the market and also he's in your division too. What does that mean for the Nats uh, approach to JT Real Muto? Is that something that they're still interested in? So that was, uh, you know, that's one of those. We also talked about obviously the Braves pretty busy offseason so far and we definitely been hitting on the Padres the last couple of days talking about uh, the moves that they've been making. And then uh, we talk rumor mill as well. You know, the, the DJ LeMahieu stuff, obviously still pretty relevant. George Springer stuff, pretty relevant. And just because guys aren't going to the Nats doesn't mean we don't talk about them. Uh, we try to be as holistic, I guess you could say, as possible. Uh, and, you know, that's really up to this point what we've been doing. I just want to say, guys, like the guests that we've had uh, cannot thank them enough, really cannot thank them enough for what they've done for us this, you know, this season. Connor Jones, obviously been on here a lot. Corbett Koslack, uh, I'm trying to think who else, you know, Britt Giroli from The Athletic. Uh, we also had Matt Wyrick from uh, NBC Sports Washington. He joined us. So, you know, we've had Grant Paulson. I mean, we've had all kinds of people come on this show to talk ball. And uh, RJ Anderson, another one too. Can't forget about him from CBS Sports. And everybody else from Locked On, too. A lot of the hosts have been really generous with their time. Dan Wilson from the Phillies podcast. Ryan Finkelstein from the Mets podcast. Uh, you know, obviously, we've got Dylan Short from the Braves podcast and Aram from the Marlins podcast. I mean, I don't mean to disparage any other division, but I think, I mean, our division is stacked full of awesome, awesome dudes hosting these podcasts. Uh, just the, the analysis, the way these guys are in tune to the teams and, you know, the fan bases as well. I mean, the, some of these shows in the National League that we have are some of the highest-rated baseball shows, highest-rated shows we have on the Locked On Network. Um, and it's because, you know, we have an awesome division, and those guys have been great with their time giving it to us and coming on these shows. So the guests have been excellent. And once again, the fans, I really appreciate you guys. If you haven't followed us on Twitter yet, make sure you do at LO underscore Nationals. Follow me at Josh Neighbors. Uh, we do have an Instagram page. Don't really use that one as much, but definitely follow us on Twitter. It's a great, great way to interact. And uh, please keep subscribing. Keep reviewing the show. I love to hear feedback. Somebody uh, gave us a critique about our audio, and um, it's really helpful. I, I want to make sure you know the audio levels are even, right? And uh, the critique was the content was good, but the audio levels weren't good enough. Obviously, that's something I care about. I'm glad to hear the critique. I'm glad to hear the feedback, and I want to hear more of it from you all. Also, what's coming in 2021, obviously more stuff with free agency. We're going to be doing three-day-a-week podcasts, so you're probably going to get around uh, 12 a month. All right, that's kind of where you're going to end up unless there's some obviously pressing news and we'll uh, cover that you know, with with more and more shows. But for the most part, it's going to be 12 months and we're going to start doing some fun off-season stuff and we're within two months of pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training. So, you know, we're kind of heading towards the season. Obviously, we don't have a complete, um, you know, everything's not set in stone with how the season's going to work between the Major League Baseball and, and the Players Union. 
but you know, we'll cover that as well as, as we head towards the season. Also going to have the fun offseason stuff, though. Connor Jones and I talked about doing the Nationals draft. What we're going to do is we're going to take all of all players who play for the Nationals since 2005, and we're going to draft our teams. And we're going to draft based off of, uh, you know, the guy would have had to spend one year, at least one full season with the Nats, and you're drafting him at his Nats peak, so his best performance with the Nationals. Uh, that's kind of how it's going to work. So, you know, if you want prime Phillies, Jason Worth, now you're drafting prime Nats, Jason Worth, just for an example there. So that's going to be fun. We're going to do that. And then also, Connor and I are going to come together to create our Nats all-time, uh, they call it in soccer, starting 11, but obviously for us it'll be starting 9, and we'll put pitchers in there too. So we're going to kind of draft our all-time teams, then we'll make one team together uh, and say, hey, if we had to pick the best guy at each position all-time, who are you picking? Where are they going? Why? So that should be fun as well too. All right, that'll do it for this show. And also I've got a bonus one coming later today, guys. I'm going to give you guys some New Year's bets courtesy of our friends at betonline.ag. So until the next show, stay safe.